Someone's cursing, my lord. Late night lunch. Someone's puffling, my lord. Late night lunch. Someone's growing, my lord. Late night lunch. Oh lord, late night lunch. Rise from your grave. Hello and a warm welcome to the show that leaves no depth unplumbed in its quest for lowest common denominator broadcasting. This is Late Night Large. My name is Aaron Bliss and taking time out from his busy schedule womanising and waiting outside the school gates with a big bag of Arabo is Michael Large. <laughs> Thank you very much Aaron. Nice to be here. Uh, yeah, today we're going to be reminiscing over a subject close to all of our hearts, retro video games. Uh, whether rendering us immobile or inspiring us to mimic murder sprees, video games are an enduring part of our collective culture. Um, so yeah, we, we're going to start about we're going to start talking about our earliest video game memories. Mike, t- tell us about the sort of earliest times you remember getting into video games. Oh well, um, you, you have to remember I'm uh, not quite as old as you are, Aaron. Uh, but one of my fondest memories. I'd have to say, and probably one of the earliest as well, was uh, falling in love with Sonic. Everyone loves Sonic. Um, I'm no different. Uh, I, I remember hours and hours of misspent youth playing that game. Yeah, which platform was that on? Uh, Sega Mega Drive. Originally. Oh, the Mega Drive classic. Betray my age as well, but uh, I think I remember having a Commodore 64, uh, which... For all of old you, nah, not quite old enough to remember the uh, the consoles that used to have little tape players in them, just a big keyboard with a with a little tape deck, and you'd put the tape in, and then it would make lots of really abrasive and dissonant bleeping and scratching sounds uh, while you waited forty five minutes for it to load line by line on the screen. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I I remember vaguely playing like Castlevania or uh, some kind of military game on there. But like I say, you you'd already eaten up an hour by the time the damn thing loaded, so you you couldn't really have too much fun on those. Usually, just sort of smashed it up or stormed out of the room before I actually even started. What about arcades? Because uh, I mean, obviously, when you're a very young kid, arcades are just like well just temples of seduction indeed they are I remember uh, spending many many hours lost in arcades um, go away somewhere with uh, with family and my mum would lose me for hours she'd uh, when she eventually found me I'd, I'd often be in quite a bit of trouble but uh, it seemed worth it at the time uh, I remember hours and hours and ends playing uh, uh, I remember I w- have one uh, fond memory of playing Pac-Man in, a, in an arcade I spent I think most if not all of the money that I actually had playing this game and it just it just I just got lost in it for hours to be fair Pac-Man was a bit of a classic I think that and the Space Invaders as well was a awesome game was another classic do you know I mean obviously in arcades I'll admit I was chiefly the person who would uh, you know be warned by the security to stop tilting all the machines especially the you know the little two-piece sliders <laughs> but um as for arcade games i remember uh i think the old legion i mean bear in mind this is this is good few years ago i remember they always used to have 
as strange as it sounds now, they always used to have at least one arcade game, i.e. specifically for the kids to play on. And uh, there used to be some classics on there. So, Mike, what would you... Uh, what would you say are your favourite type of games? I mean, are you a beat 'em up man, shoot 'em up, puzzles, driving games, sport? What, what would you say? I dabble in a bit of everything, to be fair. Um, when you're as uh, talented a gamer as I am, uh, you can pick up any any game from any console and instantly be brilliant. Um, I, mm, I I don't think I have a favourite, if I'm honest. I I enjoy shoot 'em ups who doesn't uh, I can think of a couple of uh, retro shoot 'em ups go on give it give us names name drop well i think the one that's on uh, all of our minds goldeneye uh what a game uh it's probably in my opinion one of if not the best game of all time i think we can care on that i mean beat 'em ups I mean, these days, shoot 'em ups. You know, they've taken over. All, you know, war games, Gears of War, uh, Call of Duty, all these kind of things have, have completely taken over the national consciousness. But classic beat 'em ups, you know, Double Dragon, Tekken, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. <laughs> um, I mean, these Streets of Rage. Oh, the, these of were. Rage. I mean, hours were lost to these brilliant games. And I, I really, what I'm trying to say is, I think it's time for a beat 'em up renaissance. Uh, speaking of beat 'em ups, Mike, do you remember uh, Ken or Ryu's battle cry in Street Fighter? The following section has been removed due to copyright infringement. Sorry about that. Fight the power. Power up. So there you go, Mike. Uh, Nintendo vs Sega. Talk to us about this. Wow, you, you've opened up. Uh, you've opened up a can of worms there. Uh, that's that's a. Uh, that was uh, quite the debate. Uh, I now personally, I'm, g- I'm going to have to go Nintendo. Um, yeah, I know, I know, controversial. Reason being, and I can justify it, um, being again not quite as old as you are. I spent more years with, around and using uh, Nintendo consoles and, and games and things. A larger portion of my childhood was consumed by uh, Nintendo rather than uh, than Sega. All oh, right, okay. Well, I mean, as you say, uh, I remember when I was a very young kid being uh, being given some old uh, computer game magazines, and uh, believe me, it was funny back in the day when the Nintendo Sega saga was at its height. Very much the Oasis Blur kind of battle between them and the. Uh, the magazines I remember regularly used to have readers' artwork sent in, uh, you know, with pictures of uh, Sonic uh, decapitating, dismembering, and defecating on Mario's corpse. Um, and that was how the fanboys, you know, they they got really into it. They, you know, if you you were either a Nintendo or a Sega boy, and you it was unacceptable to be both, you know, on one side or the other, and it got really heated at times. One thing I will say: look at Nintendo now. Going from strength to strength, uh, Sega now just make games for other platforms. I mean, it's a good point. There's, there's one clear winner there, isn't there? It's a, no, it's a very good point. I I, I was uh, I was thinking the same thing myself. Um, I mean, the weird thing is as well that back in the day, I think most people would agree that Sega were probably seen as the more credible, the more credible platform. 
Um, you know, Nintendo was a little bit lamer. You know, it had the big the big games, but Sega was seen as a more credible platform. And they screwed it up with, you know, the Dreamcast, and, and they just completely lost their way. And big now, mistake. You know, Nintendo, like you say, they got the Wii and the Wii Fit and all of these new uh, advancements. And Sega have just gone gone to uh, designing games for other platforms. So, there was a there was a clear winner there. Speaking of winners, Mike, classic classic beat-em-ups. I think we can uh, I think we can make this this pronouncement now. Which was the ultimate beat 'em up for you? Was it Street Fighter, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat? Choose between the three. Oh, um, I, I, oh, I don't know if I can make that decision. I mean, I I spent hours on all of those games, and I loved them all dearly. Um, and I I, th- I honestly think uh, to choose one would be well a, a betrayal to all the time spent on the others uh, in my childhood. How about you? Well, I mean, I've got to be completely honest. I never played on Tekken. Loser. The uh, the first time I actually experienced Tekken was at university, believe it or not. So that was that was clearly a a neglectful part of my childhood. But I've got to say. I think if you if you weigh it up by characters, moves, and other things, I think I mean maybe Street Fighter had some of the coolest moves on it. I mean I'm thinking of you know Chun Li's upside down helicopter kick, all that kind of weird yoga stuff that Dalsim did and what have you. But uh, to to me, uh, again I played on Tekken that had some very cool moves. It was quite brutal, but I think winning it hands down for the fatalities. <laughs> Has to be more combat. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. That's a, that's a, that's a valid conclusion to come to. So there we go. Um, all you listeners out there, we've, uh, we, we've answered the uh, debate once and for all. Mortal Kombat is the best beat 'em up of all time. Let's go on to another subject close to your heart, Mike. You know, there's been a lot spoken about how realistic computer games are getting, and uh, particularly how we can portray people as looking very human did you did you do you have any female uh, female computer game characters that you might have uh, had a had a bit of a crush on i knew where that was going straight away yeah most of them <laughs> <laughs> if i'm honest <laughs> um any names are you are you an obvious lara croft type uh who isn't i mean if you if you're not there's something wrong with you um i'm gonna throw that out there she consumed a fair bit of my time uh just just looking at her really i just uh just enjoyed looking at her, not really playing the game. I just uh, stare at her. You mean changing the camera angle so you could look down the top? Correct. <laughs> Did you ever play Final Fantasy? Now, I was never really a massive Final Fantasy fan. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I never really played it. I never really got into the games. Don't, don't enjoy them massively. That, that's probably the biggest... Uh, well, the, the, the only thing the main type of game platform and things that I never got into I can't help but think that um, video games amongst other things I've always found them to be uh, profound metaphors on life to be honest I mean Frogger let's take Frogger now <laughs> what what better metaphor could you have for life than a little frog trying to get from what is it one side of the road to the other with, without the traffic hitting them I mean that that's our journey through life really isn't it 
you you need to get where you need to be and uh, all the way there's traffic waiting to hit you it's it's pretty merciless that it's not going to break you just need to choose the right route and every so often you get hit by a you know big truck if it doesn't finish you off then you just kind of get get on get on your crutches and uh, try and make it the rest of the way over an interesting way of looking at it people always give the obvious one a pac-man uh, representing the uh, the rave culture eating pills moving around to techno music with bright lights flashing personally i like to see donkey kong as a as a metaphor for capitalism um because you know you're mario okay we're we're, we're mario at the uh, at the bottom and you know donkey kong represents the big bosses at the top and we basically we we avoid the barrels that they hurl at us all we want to do is climb the ladders get closer to the top of the tree but the more ladders you climb you know the closer you get to being hit by that barrel and donkey kong doesn't take no crap so my question to you mike is are there any games you think could define your life (laughs) um no grand theft auto (laughs) (laughs) i knew you were gonna come up with something like that um <laughs> no, um, I, I I'll be honest. I never really, when playing these games, sat and thought about them in obviously quite the same way as you have. I just play them for the enjoyment. Uh, let's let's just say, uh, I think maybe Football Manager could at least <laughs> at least go some way to, uh, to to representing you. I mean, another another great example, you know, Streets of Rage. It's a night out in Banbury. <laughs> Let's talk about some classic bosses down the years. What? What? Do you, do you remember any uh, any bosses that really stick in your head from from some of the classic games? Doctor Robotnik. Oh, as classic. I, yeah. As I mentioned before, massive massive Sonic fan. Uh, in my early years, as still am. I'm not going to lie. And uh, yeah, he's he's one that stands out for me. Without being too crude, Doctor Robotnik always struck me as a bit of a sex offender. I think that's why uh, I have a certain affinity with him. Um, yeah I I mean the best thing about the earliest games was the fact that the imagination had to be there you couldn't rely on fantastic graphics um, layered orchestral music Um, you had to use maximum imagination with the bosses you know games like I mean I'm thinking like Ghouls and Ghosts where the bosses you know you used to have I think one of them was a fanged reptile in a suit of armour uh, who took off his head and breathed fire at you. You know, the, these are the kind of great bosses that, um, you do, I don't know, you don't get so much anymore. Maybe sort of Gears of War kind of bosses, mutant uh, alien planets. What do you think? Um, I, think I think you're right. I think... Um, I think they'll... There's definitely been some form of uh, evolution, if you can call it that, uh, with with bosses in uh, in modern games uh, in comparison to older ones. Uh, yeah, they uh, they're definitely different, definitely different nowadays. And and do you have a, a lot of modern games? You you don't have you know uh, kind of a, a cutscene where you get to to a boss uh, or. Well, some some you do, but I, uh, not the type of game that I really play. Uh, 
but it used to be the excitement of uh, you know where you're getting to the end of the last level and uh, you, you you anticipate the cutscene and it comes and the, the uh, two-tone music plays and uh, on comes the, the boss and I, I, I miss that <laughs> yeah it, I do I mean some of these great bosses I mean do you remember Ganon from The Legend of Zelda now I have a very I remember being really excited as a kid because I played the, the Zelda on I'm not sure if it was the original Nintendo or the Sega Mega Drive but the Zelda was 2D absolutely appalling graphics like you know hedges didn't look anything like hedges and the bosses can only sort of take up you know one or two tiles worth of space in the screen but when you read through the little booklet that comes with it and it gave a description of the bosses and obviously it had a little graphic picture of them and obviously made them look a lot cooler than they appeared in the game but for Ganon who was the final boss all you saw was Link standing on a platform and two gargantuan legs towering above him so you never got to see what Ganon looked like of course that was then ruined by the subsequent you know Zelda animated sort of cartoon series where Ganon just looked like a kind of comical anthropomorphic wild boar but um, at the time that was so exciting and you know Neff in Altered Beast that guy the welcome to your doom guy (laughs) I mean the fact that he appears as like a the fact that he appears on the last level as uh, a really really angry kung fu kicking rhino that I found that so cool and also did you know that uh, I never played on the game myself but uh, there's a game called Wolfenstein 3D back in the day never heard of it and the uh, the final boss was uh, Robot Hitler really? <laughs> seriously <laughs> no joke interesting <laughs> 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 no, no, I think gamers really liked it. But, um, also, honourable mention as well to Andros from uh, Lilac Wars, who didn't actually used to appear in physical form. Uh, he usually appeared as a disembodied head with hands that would try to grab you and throw you into his mouth. So that was also very cool. Right, as wonderful as games are, there's no dispute in that, they can sometimes be a uh, hindrance to your life um, they can have negative effects due to the uh, the amount of hours that you willingly or unwillingly will put into them and yeah as I said they they can sometimes have a, uh, a negative effect I remember once coming home from school and turning my computer on first thing I did loading football manager and uh, I was away and that was it there was no tearing me away from it I, uh, I in fact, didn't sleep that night. I stayed up all night um, before school. Uh, an hour before I had to leave, I uh, managed to tear myself away from the computer long enough just to get changed into my, uh, into my school clothes, uh, went back on the computer, and only turned it off when I had to leave to catch the bus and almost missed it. Aaron, have you got any uh, stories similar to that? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that <coughs> definitely rings a bell, doesn't it? I mean, I think we've all had times when uh, computer games have been detrimental to our social life or educational life or work life. I mean, I've got to be honest, 
you know, these saddlebags under my eyes, they're, uh, they're pretty much the legacy of uh, many years of rolling into bed at 3am, having, uh, ha- you know, switch- flicked on the uh, computer for a, a quick play on something. Um, half an hour passes, and before you know it, you know, the sun's rising, and, uh, oh, where's all the time gone? Another thing that uh, really... <laughs> Another thing that's just popped into my head, the great thing about computer games, do you ever remember being so angry at a computer game that you actually attempt to destroy it? Like, you you held the controllers against the wall, um, you, I don't know, kick, put your foot through the TV. I've thrown controllers. I've never put my foot through, uh, through my TV. I've never been that stupid, but I, I've thrown controllers. Yeah, same. Um... I mean, you, you get to a stage where you know you you've you've worked out you've worked out the boss. You know their moves. You're you're, you're doing everything right, and it's still not coming off. And it's at that point that you think that the game must pay. Interesting way of looking at it. Something occurred to me while we were away um, that that I completely forgot about in terms of game genres. But, um, the one that most accurately, surely reflects your circumstance. Which is uh, the God Sim. <laughs> now, I personally, I, I can only really remember, really recall one God Sim that I ever played on, which was Populous, which was an absolute classic from Bullfrog. It was back in the end of the 80s, I think. Um, and it was appalling graphics, but obviously you played God, and you had the power to uh, build land, take away land, and essentially, you had your followers, who you know you you tried to cultivate good land for. They'd uh, build their little settlements, uh, grow families, crops, what have you, and then you'd hope to upgrade them to like castles and such, so you get you know the, quite a good stronghold. And then obviously you get you know the opposing tribes who'd uh, who'd uh, try and you know would be completely against you, would worship some other god. Anything like Age of Empires. What when was Age of Empires out? Because you know, Populous was was the eighties. That was a um, it was a pretty trailblazing title at the time, I think, from what I remember. Don't remember when Age of Empires was. Don't know nineties. Yeah, so, sounds like it might have uh, <laughs> pinched some inspiration off uh, Populous. To be fair, no, it was always great because uh, the idea was you'd build your your you cultivate your legion of acolytes strong enough until you thought that you could outnumber the enemy and then you'd call Armageddon. Right. <laughs> and basically they'd all come together and fight to the death. Yeah. It, w- it was good fun. Sounds a little bit similar to Age of Empires. Yeah. Awesome game that was. How oh, was it? Hours spent what, on that. One of your favourites? One of, easily. Comfortably one of my favourite games. Would you say that had a profound influence on your life and who you are today? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I... <laughs> Certainly had a lot of fun playing it, though. Oh, okay. Obviously, The Sims is probably a, the most popular god sim today. Well, everyone's played it, haven't they? What's the funniest thing you've ever done to one of your sims? Or the cruelest thing, let's say? <laughs> um, I, I I tend to play the game properly, so... Uh... Oh, really? So you feed, clothe, and... Uh... Yes, yeah, so if it's worth playing, you know. All right, interesting. You're one of those people who gets on GTA and drives the speed limit and does all your missions the way they're supposed to be. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's me. Very dull. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you? So, did you ever play on Shinobi or Dragon Ninja? Um, I don't think I 
did not certainly not enough to recall anything from them. Um, I'm afraid I didn't either, so I'm afraid <laughs> the the lost prophets will have to uh, wait for an answer for that one. Okay, we've held on long enough. I think it's time to go on to the game we all knew was going to be the big discussion point. Personally, I don't think I've, you know, I've had some I've had some games that have really clung to me during my childhood. Road Rash was a great one. I absolutely love Road Rash. Brilliant game. But once GoldenEye was released, GoldenEye 64, even Mario Kart was blown out of the water. Mm. It, for its time, I, I, for its playability and everything else that came with it, its music, its sound effects, its comedy, its utter brilliance. Mike, give, give us give us some, some opening thoughts on the... I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't got enough good things to say about it. I mean, it is amazing, really, isn't it? I, it's it's probably probably was my favourite game of my childhood. Who was your favourite character then? Who you who, who did you generally play as in the multiplayer? Well, I know who you're expecting me to say, and no, it was an odd job. <laughs> um, See, it's funny because I always pegged you as the cheating type. Yeah, yeah, very funny. No, uh, although he was quite fun. No, I I was one of those who uh, a bit like on the Mario games. Although everyone else thought the other characters were cooler, I always liked being Mario, and I always liked being James Bond. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, just on a side note as well, um, I recently played on the Wii version of uh, of GoldenEye, which was a bit of a sacrilege. But one very cool thing is that Oddjob actually does throw his hat. He uses his hat as a weapon. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's quite cool, but, you know... Still, whoever's odd job is a bit of a cheating bugger because it's still a lot shorter than all the other characters. Um, but I mean, the question is was there anything funnier in the world of video games than playing multiplayer, in fact, playing single player on Donkey Kong mode, paintball mode, <laughs> and with speeded up <laughs> graphics? <laughs> no. <laughs> when an enemy soldier ran towards you in Donkey Kong mode, it was the funniest thing. Nothing to this you... day uh, <laughs> beats that for me. I Nothing just compares. Nothing at all. <laughs> <sighs> so many hours wasted. This Not wasted. Brilliant. Don't uh, say that. Not wasted. No. I, I mean, I remember all the... Uh, do you remember when you used to get your friends over to play on it? There oh, were yeah. always accusations. Anyone who dared to be odd job, immediately you, you were basically you, you were cast out. Brandy you you were a pariah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it wasn't the done thing to be odd job. Uh, for any uninitiated people, odd job was considerably shorter than the other characters, meaning that your natural the natural aim of the butt of your gun would always go over his head. Meaning me, me you'd have to. If you are one of those uninitiated people. What is wrong with you? Find an N64 somewhere, get Goldeneye, and I, I plead with you, just play it. Just do it. Just just, just play the game. I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. Although it did take me a hell of a long time to complete. Um, did you have as much trouble as pretty much everyone else had? With uh, Obviously you had different levels. There was the regular level, then there was the... What was it? Uh... Double agent and then double uh, O. Was it? Yeah. Agent, right. agent, double agent, double O. I think. Sounds and um, right. I think yeah, 
did you have as much trouble as anyone else uh, on double O level of control? No, um, I'm brilliant. And I'm a natural, and it came easily to me. So I remember that must have taken me a solid month of playing on it practically every night for three or four hours to finally nail control. But once I did it, I mean... No better feeling. No, exactly. You felt like king of the world. Yeah, absolutely. So, Mike, I thought, um, seeing as you're such an avid retro gamer, uh, I might <laughs> fire, some, uh, fire some quiz questions at you to see uh, how authentic you really are. Do an ask, you know I've got bad memories. <laughs> well, um, let's see how you do anyway. Um, I mean, these are games you know you profess to potentially have experience in, so you shouldn't really have any problems with it. But um, here we go. Um, how many Chaos Emeralds did Sonic have to collect in the original games? I don't remember. Can I have a guess? Ten. Incorrect, I'm afraid. <laughs> Okay, can you name any of the no. enemy characters at all on the original Road Rash? No. What? No. There were some fantastic names. Probably okay. were. Wrong. Um, okay, here's an easy one. Who was the very first enemy that Mario was up against? Very first? Yeah. Who, who did he so face that's first? That's not easy. If, if for an avid retro gamer, Mike... I can't Mike, remember what came first, man. Um, the very first, what in the original? The very first appearance that Mario makes so, in so gaming that, history. So, who so, that was would he? Have, so that would have been before I was born. Okay, um, <laughs> right. Let me try and remember Jesus, before Jesus. I was born. See, it's not going to be what I think it is, is it? Is give it, it? Give it a stab. Come on. The very first one is going to be something like I don't know, Cooper. So you're going for King Cooper. Uh, Maybe. Uh, okay, okay, I'll take that as your answer. It's not going to um, be Bowser, is it? And the uh, the final question. In the Mortal Kombat games, whose finishing move uh, included blowing a kiss and throwing a signed photograph of himself onto your corpse? Oh, shit. Pardon his French. Um, what is his name? Come on, you modelled yourself on him, Mike. I can't remember his name. Move on. <laughs> I'm afraid that is an absolutely epic fail. Those were just a handful of questions and you're clearly embarrassing yourself. The answers were, of course, Sonic had to gain seven Chaos Emeralds, Mike. Any any real fan would, would realise that. I mean, some of the enemy characters in Road Rush included, obviously, Helldog was the uh, was the big one. And there were others like Broomhilga, I think one of them was called. Um, Don't remember that. Uh, Viper. Um and there were other similar names to that. <laughs> um, Mario's very first enemy was Donkey Kong. Oh, what a uh, tosser. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, he knows, he knows now. Oh, what a, and of course, an and of course, the arrogant, arrogant fighter whose finishing move included blowing a kiss and throwing a signed picture of himself onto your courts was Johnny Cage. Oh. Mike, Sorry about that. Me. Was, that was pretty appalling. <clears throat> um, I it would be. Well... You know, so did you, that's why you did it. Of course. <clears throat> I did it to just highlight what a complete dunce you actually are. I actually did read somewhere on the internet that uh, in, in 2009, the, te- the Daily Telegraph had some kind of official survey that said that families spent more money on video games than films. Really? Yeah, so... I mean, that supposedly illustrates that video games are no longer just the domain of... Uh, 
let's face it, teenage boys who can't get laid. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, Mike. <clears throat> anyway, I'd um, I just like to take a moment, if I may, to pay tribute to some of the games you've the classic games of my youth and today that have made me the man I am today. So this is a shout out to Pong, Populous, Road Rash, Super Mario, Zombies, Ghouls and Ghosts, Columns, Tetris, Theme Park, Altered Beast, Ultimate Soccer, Streets of Rage, Super Punch-Out, Mario Kart, GoldenEye, The World Is Not Enough, GTA... The following section has been removed due to copyright infringement. Sorry about that. Fight the power. Double Dragon, Lemmings, James Aaron, Park. Aaron, that's enough now. All right. Finish him. It's almost time for us to go. It's been fun this evening. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Facebook. Just get yourself on there. Search for Late Night Large. And uh, that's where you'll find us. Leave us comments. Or... It, it has been good fun. And I'd just like to say... Um, this this shout goes out to uh, any uh, weenie boppers smashing up their parents' furniture while they're trying to ski or play basketball. The the world of Warcraft victims uh, fused to their sofas. Bless you. Yeah, being peeled off after months of neglect and death. Um, and the GTA fans who think it's a good idea to get behind the wheel, three sheets to the wind, and uh, run over some prostitutes. Um, we <laughs> salute. We salute you. And yeah, that, that's, that's about time for us to sign off. So um, thank you very much for listening.